is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 185 of Gaming with Grief, and I'm calling this episode the last day of June and God of War 2018 Early Impressions. But before I get to that, I want to remind you guys that this podcast will hit my website, www.gamingwithgrief.com. Monday morning at 7 a.m., please go there. Let me know what you think of the show. Uh, you can also subscribe to the podcast in either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and the audio of the podcast goes up at 7 a.m. on YouTube if you like to listen to it there. You can also write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com, and you can write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Uh, let me know what you think of the show. Give me comments, likes, and, you know, on the, the podcast thing, again, give me the likes, the follows, the stars, the ratings, all that kind of stuff uh, so you can let people know what you think of the show. It also helps me out. Um, and before I, I get to that, I just want to thank everybody. I think I did the last episode, but I just want to thank everybody again who's been finding the episodes. I now have data on Apple iTunes, and it seems like more and more people are listening to the show on Apple iTunes and um, Spotify. Some people on SoundCloud as well, but I, as I have said before, I suspect some of that is bots, but I just want to thank everyone who is finding the show. You know, tell people uh, that you know about this little uh, podcast. It's only 15 to 20 minutes long. They could breeze through that talks about video games. You tell them about the grief part, but that might be a tougher sell. Um, anyway, yeah, this week I want to talk about a game called The Last Day of June and God of War 2018, and I just want to give my initial impressions. Um... The last day of June, I have all this information right now, and I've played it for about an hour. Uh, the last day of June came out on... Um, it was released... It was announced in May 2017. It was released for PlayStation 4 and Windows on the 31st of August of 2017. I'm playing it on PS5 as part of the extra tier. Uh, it was developed by... Ovo Sonico, and it was published by 505 Games. It was directed by Massimo Garini. I hope I'm saying that right. It was actually based on a song, which I didn't know until I started researching uh, the game. The song was called Drive Home by a British musician named Stephen Wilson. I will just give you the basic premise of the game. The game's called Last Day of June. You play Carl. You are uh, in a relationship with June, and she is involved in a car accident and she dies. Uh, this is the very beginning of the game, so I may be spoiling a little bit of that. But basically what happens is, because of the accident, because of the car wreck you were in, she has died. You are in a wheelchair, um, and you were going through the house. She was a painter. You were going through the house, going through her last memories. Um, you... You have several neighbors around you in this little cul-de-sac here, and it's very, I like the style of it. It is all like a watercolor painting because she was a painting, uh, a painter. Um, nobody has eyes, but it's it, it took everything slightly abstract and like kind of blown out of proportion um, because of, you know, her kind of free-flowing watercolor style that kept that style through the paintings in the game. What happens is after the wreck, you wake up in a very desolate house, and you uh, are in a wheelchair. You go. You have several neighbors. One is a small child. Uh, one is like a neighbor woman who's very nice. Uh, you also have uh, the hunter, I think they call him. It's like a neighbor that's always shooting birds in the backyard and everything. It's really weird. Uh, he, he has a double-barrel shotgun, and he's trying to lay waste to birds in this very small neighborhood, which he thought, one, that may be dangerous, and two... 
that's dangerous. Anyway, I mean, I'm a gun owner, and you're like, do you need the double barrel in a Suburban? That seems not good. Um, and then you have another neighbor that is basically uh, the old man who sleeps a lot and whatever. So anyway, when you wake up after the accident, you basically touch a painting of one of your neighbors in this cul-de-sac and experience the last day of June through their eyes and what was happening and what was going on. And I was like, whoa, that's it, it was really effective. You see what happens leading up to the wreck. I haven't got to the end yet. But it's very affecting because they don't show the wreck. They kind of allude to it. It cuts to black. You hear screeching tires. But there is this sadness to the thing because you kind of see them a little bit before. Uh, the couple, Carl and June, you see them before. And then obviously you see him after. He is now in a wheelchair, like I said, because of the wreck. And it, it I mean, immediately the tone from being this beautiful, bright watercolor painting to like this kind of drab grays and blacks you know it's at night when you wake up you kind of wheel around it's it's very affecting and there's some things i'll get to in the spoiler cast that i was like wow that is uh pretty dark um that they've alluded to in the first hour of the game so i'd have to say that i think the setup so far is very good and that it is effective enough even uh the characters don't talk they kind of do the what you would imagine, like Sims 4, like the Simlish, you know, the, uh, 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 you know, like that kind of stuff. They don't, but there's enough there that you understand what's going on, you know? Um, and I like all of that. Uh, it was pretty great. It, it's a great setup to a somewhat depressing uh, event. And I hope that they, you know, come to a good conclusion, but I'll get into that to the deep dive when we do the theme deep dive next episode uh, of what where I think they're going and where I think they're pulling on and maybe bring in some stuff like that. Um, so yeah, and then you may ask yourself, so Joe, why are we talking about a game that came out almost five years ago now, God of War 2018? Well, I realized, at least from what I could find from looking through my old podcast, that I never reviewed God of War 2018 for the podcast when it has to do with grief. Um, you know, Kratos has obviously been in games since PlayStation 1. And there's been, uh, to my recollection, three, four main God of War games besides 2018. So before that, four uh, main games. There was God of War 1, 2, 3, and Ascension. Then there was uh, Ghost of Olympus and Chains of Sparta that came out of the PSP, but it also got re-released as a disc on PS3, I believe. And there might be one I'm forgetting in the middle but there's been several uh, God of War games. And Kratos is always an angry Sparta. It takes place in like ancient, you know, Greek mythology. He is a Spartan soldier. He basically, I mean, it's in the title. He kills gods, a lot of them. And back in the day, it was pretty, uh, there was a lot of angsty teenager energy, I'd say that. Kratos really had one note that he played, anger all the time. He was mad at the gods for what they did to him. Uh, that's a big, long story. Basically... I think what one of the things people talk about God of War 2018, at least something that I enjoyed and that a lot of other people wrote about at the time, this may be old news to a lot of people listening to this, but the idea that you reinvent a character and how do you do that? So in this version, well, this new entry in God of War, I should say, Kratos is now in Midgard. At least I believe it's Midgard. He goes to a lot of realms, but he's basically in the Norse mythology realm. He has a son early in the game named Atreus. He calls him boy a lot. That was a big joke when the game came out that he says boy a lot. 
Um, and the game is really about their mother, Faye. Uh, well, Ar- Ar- uh, Treyas' mother, Faye, uh, dies. And her wish is for you to spread her ashes on the tallest mountain, uh, which is where the giants are. And I believe they allude to the fact that she is part giant. Um, and so you do that with your son. Your son does not know about your past, that you are literally the god of war. You've killed Zeus, Ares. I know he yelled Calliope in one game, so he I'm sure he killed Calliope. I don't know if that's a god. I saw a clip online when I was researching this. He killed, uh, I think, Hera, you know, Zeus's uh, wife. I don't remember that. That might have been... In, here's the deal. I tried to play the original God of War. Like, I had a PS1. Like, somebody, a friend of mine gave it to me, used. I tried to play them back to back to back. And I went in order. I found an order list. I think God of War 1 came first. Then the two of PSP games, The Ghosts of Sparta and Chains of Olympus. I don't remember which one came first. But I played both of those. And then I attempted to play God of War 2, and it was just so much God of War. That I, I um, you know, I, re- I, I retired from God of War. Which isn't bad, it just means that I couldn't. I couldn't anymore, Kratos. You were just so angry, and you were just breaking so many pots. Uh, that it was... To, no, <laughs> um, but... I think this, the way that they've approached God of War 2018 was like really mind-blowing in a way of, his look is much different. It looks amazing. He's, uh, he is uh, really, I think, trying to grapple with his, uh, his anger and the fact that I think that the creative director at the time, the studio head, uh, Corey Barlog, I'm sorry, I didn't, I just screwed up his name. I heard it so much, but um. I think he said, you know, he he thought his anger was almost like a disease. Like he didn't want his son to get that same disease. Um, and so that is very interesting to take someone who is violent and used to war. Because even before Kratos was a god of war in the early games, he was a Spartan soldier and he was used to fighting. And how do you move on from that and settle down and try to put that behind you? But because he is... Uh, his son, Atreus is his son. Atreus is also a god. So in my early impressions of God of War, uh, just to let you guys know, I did finish the game years ago. I just looked it up. I got the last trophy uh, of the game, the complete the story trophy. I don't want to say what it is. Uh, I got it on January 18th, 2019. So I think it came out. I mean, I got the game, I think, for Christmas. So yeah, anyway, um... I think my wife was playing it and I borrowed it after she got done playing. Yeah, that's how it went. So how do you take someone that has dealt with all these problems by punching things uh, and create a game with combat in it where you go around punching things but still pack an emotional punch with the story? (laughs) Pardon the pun. Um, But the idea that he was trying to instill in his son that don't do this. And there's going to be some things I talk about in the spoiler cast I'm just add this onto the stack of spoiler cast if you haven't heard the end of the the game or whatever, but that'll be a few weeks out. So you have a few weeks to play the game. Um, But the idea that you take someone and go, how can we totally reinvent this person? Because I think, you know, for me and a lot of other people in the gaming space, some people that I listen to have said, you know, Kratos never really, he never really touched them on a personal level because he was, he was just a hammer. You know, the world was filled with nails and he was just a hammer. That was like his one thing. And I guess that was fine for the PS1 generation. 
But, you know, we've all gotten a little bit older and we start thinking differently about things. And I think Kratos uh, is doing that. And he's trying to instill those things in his son of, like, you don't have to punch anything. But, again, his son's going through the, through some things because uh, Kratos has withheld his lineage from him. And I think he's reaching puberty in the first game. So that's not good, right? <laughs> Two things together, probably a bad combination for whatever. So I will get more into the themes of that and the spoiler cast and all that, and well, the deep dive and all that. Um, there's some other research, some other podcasters who've done some video essays on God of War, obviously, in the past four years. And some people that I really like that I really want to kind of do, really do a deep dive. I know I can call them deep dive episodes, but I really want to get in there into the weeds kind of listen to some people because the one thing I, I one thing that I, that I try to do with this show and I think is really great is actually just sitting with something for a bit you know for like a, 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 some time to pass so you can kind of sit and say you know that thing I liked two days after it released it's been two years I've really reflected on it you don't have to be overly negative but you could say you know this didn't hit as hard even though at the time I thought oh this is so great like now you're thinking I don't think this is this isn't all that. Uh, maybe maybe something you thought was terrible. You're like, you know what? I've kind of turned the corner on this. You know, just understand in the game space, game reviewers don't always have that time. Maybe they're given the copy of the game or the code of the game late and they, you know, have to uh, play for an insane amount of hours and then publish a review. Many websites and podcasts do some video essays and video reviews. So that takes even more time. You have a team working on that. You have to capture footage. I mean, especially the guides writers who have to go, like, where is, in God of War, the 49th out of 53, 53rd Raven? Well, we got to find that. Where is that? Okay, we got to look all over. Oh, there it is, you know. Um, all that kind of stuff takes time. And I think all that stuff kind of, you know, the immediacy of that, which I get. Everybody, you know, the, the companies want to promote their game. They want people to be aware of their game. They want people to play the game. So the, with the embargo lifting and all these reviews drop, you want to be number one. You want to be uh, the ones. I don't even know if you could be number one because, like, if the I'm sure there's a back end process where, like, if the embargo lifts at 9 a.m. on a Monday, there's a some kind of back end thing where they could click a box and say this premieres 9 a.m. on a Monday, like I do with my YouTube videos. But you know, it's one of those things where, as time goes on, it is good to sit with something and really decide. You know, this was not it. Um, I haven't played God of War 2018. I'm playing the sequel right now, God of War Ragnarok. I will probably just watch some cutscenes on YouTube because I did, like I said, I did play the game. I didn't get a platinum, but I did a lot of the little things. Uh, I'll probably watch some YouTube clips to kind of like refresh my memory on the story so I can go to the spoiler cast um, and talk about. I think at the end it felt gratifying that game. I mean, without getting into the whole spoiler cast, but just giving my initial impressions, my initial impressions of the game that I beat four years ago or three years ago, four years. Anyway, I beat years ago. Um, it felt satisfying and it, it, it did put a, like kind of a, what's the word? Like a, uh, like a good smile on my face. Not like a, not like a, you clever, whatever. If you've been able to do this, I see you, you sneaky, whatever, but more like, yeah, they did it. You know, that was a great end. And, and and to me, that's something that rarely happens in games with a massive narrative. I, I think the original game was like 20 hours. So to sustain that kind of like tension with the characters and introduce new things, like that was all pretty amazing. So, um, yeah. So in the next couple of weeks, I'll go into a deep dive of each game 
And I'll give a spoiler cast here. But I think that's going to be it this week, guys. But I want to remind you guys that this podcast will have my website, www.gamewithgrief.com, Monday morning at 7 a.m. Please go there and let me know what you think of the show. You can subscribe to the podcast on either Apple iTunes, the Google Play Store, or Spotify. And the audio goes up on Monday morning at 7 a.m., just like it does on the website. If you want to go to YouTube and listen to it there, do that. Give me the likes, the subscribes, the shares. Tell your friends and family about it. You know, even people who don't like games. Maybe say, hey, do you got uh, 17 minutes to spare or so? Hey, listen to this podcast. It's all right. But you can listen to it. Um, you can also uh, write to me at gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Find me on Twitter at JustLittleJoe. And I think with that, that's it this week, guys. So have a good week. Everybody be safe out there. And I will talk to you guys again next week. <laughs>